welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. My name's Natasha. And I'm Emma, and we're so glad you're joining us for another Figured It Out episode. We are, especially because, okay guys, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to dispose of my coffee maker. You're like, what? Natasha quit coffee? Nah, <laughs> my coffee maker quit coffee and stopped <laughs> making it. Guys, it's so sad. I've had this coffee maker since we, since Emma and I were roommates in college. I remember when you bought it. Yeah. You're like, I need to just start making my own coffee instead of buying it. <laughs> exactly how I said it. No, but it's true. I was just like, I need to save money and I'm like, I can make my own coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, But so I've had it for years, like I five years. Five. So we've, we're in our fifth year of living together. Yeah. That poor thing. It's made, like, thousands of cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but one day, I went to, like, start it, push the button, loaded, like, all the coffee grounds, the water, and everything, and, like, it just wouldn't make coffee. Mm-hmm. And so it it quit on me. I had to get a new one. And I'm, like, kind of, like, sad at just, like, throwing it away because it, like, has it has helped me so much mm-hmm. in my life, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not quite the same, but I always feel that way when I get a new phone. And it's, like, it's not because my old phone completely broke, but it's just, like, just all of you. a sudden, it's, like, oh, I'm just done with you. Like, <laughs> you're not out good of enough. nowhere, <laughs> you're, like, not going to be turned on again. Yeah. It's just kind of sad. It Like, and it's so silly. It's this an inanimate machine. <laughs> but it is kind of sad. When you're a sentimental person like yeah. me, that just, like, is, yeah, very sentimental. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm, like, sad about getting rid of it, and I don't know if I should have, like, a little ceremony, but also... I just, like, don't know what to do like, with lo- it. Like, logistically, how do you get rid of a broken <laughs> Do I throw cup? it away? I think Or is so. it recyclable? I know we did a podcast on this, like, way back when about, like, how to recycle, throw but back, obviously we didn't cover this. recycling episode. <laughs> don't go listen to it, people. Honestly, don't go listen. do go. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think there's probably someone listening that knows. I mean, because people have been in this situation. I feel like, first off, five years is a long time for a coffee maker. I feel like growing up, my mom got a new coffee maker like every two years. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's just like... Well, ask your mom then what to do with it. Yeah, you honestly should. But I feel like she kept them all. (laughs) But here's the thing. I just... Oh, because they weren't broken? I don't really know. And now I'm like just spewing lies to the internet. But I just feel like there's so many coffee makers in our house because she's like, oh, this one's good, but then this one's good. And then this one has the grinder in it. Anyways. A lot of different reasons to have it. Yeah. Yeah. You had a genuine question and then I just kept going. No, it's okay. I, I legitimately like don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. sitting on our table but i i need to but you I, did I, drain it i did drain it last night me and <laughs> me and our roommate were were playing cribbage and i look over and i noticed it was full of water and i was like roommate do you think she's gonna drain this before she puts it in the trash i kind of <laughs> forgot there was water still in there so i probably would have like when i lifted up and like this is really heavy <laughs> as the water spills um <laughs> notice it but yeah i guess if anyone has advice on how to get rid of it let me know i, I I, I don't know, like, I don't want to waste the materials, especially because now I'm like, you could be a new coffee maker someday. And like, it's like, should I recycle thing. it for that reason? But Someone could probably fix it. Yeah, My true. mom would fix it. Okay, well, if anyone wants a free coffee maker. All right, yeah. If anyone wants go. a free coffee maker. It doesn't work right now. And it's kind of gross. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't think you should take it. But Honestly, it's... no, don't. But, yeah. Food for thought. Anyways. Um, today we're not talking about coffee. What are we? Oh yeah, community. <laughs> what are we talking, what are we talking about? about? Um, today the title is maybe a little different than normal, but today we're debunking the myths of community. Whoa, sounds like so official. But really, I think we 
like wanted to talk about like how do you find people that you like really want to do life with mm-hmm. and recognizing like I think sometimes maybe what sets people back from like creating good friendships and like finding community are like the misconceptions of like mm-hmm. oh community has to be this or has to be that mm-hmm. and like because of that you either don't like embrace the community you have or you're like constantly comparing it to other people's mm-hmm. or you're just like dissatisfied because you don't really know what you're looking for yeah and so I think like we just identified I think there's five of them yeah five different misconceptions about community mm-hmm. and like ways to um under that to like really fight against that and right. like have people that are like going to stand by you mm-hmm. that you're going to stand by um and all of that Right. And along those lines, we're not saying your community has to look like our community because no. that's been a myth of saying like our community is the way you do it. Um, and we'll get into that, obviously. But community is something that if you've listened to the Figure It Out podcast before, you know we're passionate about. Um, we talk about our community a lot and we talk about the importance of community a lot. So it was only a matter of time before another episode came out like this. Honestly, I think we kind of like paused and like tapped the brakes a little bit with community because for a while we were like, every episode is like about how do you like grow in friendship with people? How do you find, you know, mm-hmm. like combat loneliness? And yeah. it was like a lot of that. Yeah. But I, I do think it is something that like we very much have been blessed by. And so because of that, like we see the yeah. importance of it. But like Emma said, like healthy community doesn't look like our community. Mm-hmm. Like because it is very much, I think, um, to you as an individual, and this will be fleshed out as we talk about the misconceptions. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just really think it is an important topic. So yeah. Yeah, we've, we've waited our waiting period, so now we can unleash the community is important. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so we're going to dive in um, and just one of our misconceptions and then debunk it. Misconception number one is community means you have a ton of friends. Mm-hmm. I think like people believe like, oh, community is that I can text all these people or hang out with a group of like 30 people mm-hmm. and that's community. Yeah. And I, I would just like push back and say, you don't need to have a multitude of friends mm-hmm. to have good community. You're looking for quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. Also, I would like to just say, you can have a ton of friends and have community. Yeah. Like, don't hear that being like, I need to cut people out of my life. Yeah. I want to be very like cautious in saying mm-hmm. that. But I think like people um, oftentimes equate successful community to the quantity of people that are there. Right. Hey, I like to have a quantity of quality people. Yes. <laughs> well, and I do think like quality community, like quality people gathering together draws more people in. Mm-hmm. And so like start small. Like maybe this is just like if you're trying to build community, you can start small and you can mm-hmm. like be okay with just having like coffee with three people. You know, mm-hmm. obviously it can't be with my coffee maker because it's broken. But, you know, like you have like you, you start small and I do think community grows. And so like remembering that, but remembering mm-hmm. that like you're not measuring it by the growth. Yeah. And like a lot of friends like is exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just like, oh, like that it's exhausting to have just be chasing relationships and so don't think that if you want to have community you have to be chasing down all these relationships to make them work I will say like community like in a a way like happens naturally yeah it doesn't include chasing down it like it happens and it creates creates that community by itself in a way I think that's sometimes why it's a little hard for us often to like give you concrete steps mm-hmm. to be like, okay, if you do this, you'll get, you know, like friends. <laughs> I think because it is just something that happens and like you're just intentionally seeking it out. And then like that naturally is going to start pulling people in. And mm-hmm. we'll like talk about that a little bit further about how that happens. Um, but I do think, yeah, you're not, you're not chasing people down to mm-hmm. be like building up something. You're very yeah. much like, um, yeah, you're not looking to have this, this 
quota mm-hmm. of people that are coming to events yeah. or that you hang out with mm-hmm. and, and remembering that as you go into community searching. Right. I was recently with a friend and we were talking about doing something and whatnot. She goes like, oh, it was so great to have this conversation and to do this because like, I know you have a ton of friends and probably do this all the time, but I don't do this often, hmm. which was just like an interesting statement because I was first off, I was like, I don't do this with everyone. Like I really like these kind of nights, these kind of moments like don't happen amongst all of these quote unquote ton of friends she's referring to. Yeah. And so um, I would still consider all those people community, but like community looks different with, within every relationship. And like that, that moment was very authentic for me as for her. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know where I'm going with this, but just saying like a ton of friends doesn't mean you have those moments all the time. Yeah. I think that's a really mm-hmm. good thing to remember. I think, too, like, it's so easy to compare what you have to what other people have mm-hmm. and be like, oh, they have better community because they have more people that they're with. And yeah. and I, I think that's something where, like, I kind of, I can very easily fall into that trap of, like, oh, like, because more people are, are interested in hanging out with that one person, they have a better community. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's really important to remember of, like, one, don't compare your friends to other people's friends. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just going to, ne- like, that's just going to set you back further than anything mm-hmm. because you're going to be dissatisfied with the relationships you have. Yeah. But, like, also, I think you you really aren't looking at the mass of people that are mm-hmm. there, but, like, the intentionality of relationships. Yeah. And I guess, like, going into this whole podcast, like, maybe our what will come back to a lot of it is like you're building individual relationships Mm -hmm. and that's really where community is. It's not in like the multitude of people there. It's in who's there. Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, I agree totally with like a community is comprised up of individual relationships. It's not just like this one huge group thing where every relationship is equal. Mm -hmm. Like it ebbs and flows. Like you look at a family structure and like, it's not like everyone has a very equal relationship because your relationship with your siblings does not match the relationship your mom and dad have with each other, you know? And so like there's ebbs and flows, there's different connections, but like it all builds on each other and trusts one another, Yeah. but it looks very different each person and then each friend group. Mm -hmm. Which I think, Moving on to misconception number two, community means you have something to do every night. Which is just not the case, folks. Like No. And of course, like we're going to, we can point a finger at social media and say like maybe that's giving that misconception, but that's definitely not the case. And we have a good friend group, but it's not like we're doing something all the time. Like I still have church community that I get to be involved in. I still have like one night a week that I set aside to be at home. I still have like work things on evenings. Like it's not like I've committed every night of my life to this group now. Mm -hmm. I think like, again, this is very much probably because of social media or because like just in conversations, Mm -hmm. it's like, what'd you do? You don't talk about really like the nights you stay in. You talk about like the nights you hung out with friends. And so Mm -hmm. like, this is something that's perpetuated in a lot of different ways. But yeah, I think like you have to break the mindset that community is a time filler because it's not. It's mm-hmm. it's relationships that you're a part of and involved in. Like, that is where true community is. Mm-hmm. So you're not just looking for, like, something to do. You're mm-hmm. looking for a group of people to really – and, again, a group of people comprised of individuals to intentionally go deep with and to, like, have um, – able to stand by you in life, to depend on. Mm-hmm. And, like, recognizing, too, that's not going to be everyone in that group. Like, there's kind of, like, differences where you're just like, okay, like – some people are just, like, friends for life, right? Mm-hmm. And then other people are people that you're like, okay, this is my one person that's down to road trip mm-hmm. and, like, adventure. And, like, I don't know. There's, like, different kind of, I think, ways that we're friends with each other. Mm-hmm. But really, like, not looking at community as, like, just filling space in your calendar. Yeah. I think what we're talking debunking the myths of community and not, like, debunking the myths of, like, buddies or friends. Like, we're not talking about, like, how to find, like – I don't know if, like, the phrase is very common, like, drinking buddies. Or we're not talking about how to find, like, a crew of people just to, like, 
meet up to play pickleball with, which I got invited to hang like with strangers to be a part of their pickleball group. And I just feel like that was a very big success for me because I just feel like I made it in a way because <laughs> all of my other pickleball friends have their communities. And I was like, hey, I got invited to be in one. I did decline. But <laughs> <laughs> besides the point. Um, but yeah, it's not just like finding people to do things with. Yeah. Because that's not like... Honestly, like, those aren't the kind of friends I'm looking for right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's bold or mean of me to say, but I don't need friends to just hang out with. Like, I want people to walk through life with. Mm -hmm. I will say, like, again, if you're someone listening to this at a different stage of life where you're like, I just need someone to do something with. Like, recognizing, like, things can, like develop that's that's where mm-hmm. friendships start in a yeah, lot of ways i'm sorry i do want to do things with people too like i'm not <laughs> just saying like hey my schedule's full i don't want to do something but like i guess understand that if we're doing something it's because i want to build something more than just like oh we do this together mm-hmm. it's because i want to build a friendship i want to build a community like those are the relationships i see that are worthwhile not just like filling time with i if i'm spending time with you i'm not just doing it to fill time there people hear that i'm not just trying to we'll write that in the description like all caps emma is not just filling time by being your friend no like honestly it's true i I want my friends to hear that too like if i'm with you it's because i really value this friendship yeah it's not because i'm just filling the time for sure and i think that's where like that's the perspective you need to have Mm -hmm. of like sure you're finding people to hang out with and you're doing fun things with Mm -hmm. these people but like not because you're using them but because you genuinely want to build a relationship Mm -hmm. with them yeah and like that's where i think like people look at community as like oh now i'm gonna have like no more lonely nights right i'm gonna have like people to spend time with and like i'm gonna have like a saturday that's full of fun Mm -hmm. stuff right sure that will probably naturally come because you're building depth with people but like that's not what community is and that's not the case like i say i have a great community and i still have nights where i'm like "Hmm, no one's free i'm just sitting here you know like yeah and, like, I've learned to, like, really find a lot of value in that and to also trust my community. I think trust in your community is important. And I think the fact that you don't have to do something every night is great. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I also want to just say, like, community is made up of individuals. And so if you're always doing things with people, you're not really becoming individual anymore. You're all becoming the mm-hmm. same person because you're doing the same things, having the same conversations and sharing the same life experiences. I think a community really thrives when you don't do everything together because you're doing other things. Like, what are you going to talk about if you're always together? You know, like, what are you going to share? What are you going to, like, have learned if you're always doing that? And I think if you continue to do individual things that you're passionate about or you enjoy doing, I think that just, like, enhances the community. It makes it – you're learning more together. You're getting to try new things together, and I think it just makes it better. So Mm -hmm. if you're expecting that every night you're with your community – how many times are we saying community in this episode? I know. Do a word count of it. Honestly, like – I think it really adds to a community to do that. Mm -hmm. I think so too. And I think like also people are able to like be invited into what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and like share that side of you. But then also they don't feel like you should never feel the obligation to love something the way someone else does or to be Mm -hmm. interested in something the way someone else is. Yeah. But like appreciate it because you appreciate Mm -hmm. them as an individual and as a friend. Right. We've talked about this so many times, but I feel like we, I don't know if we've like talked about sports recently on the podcast. Probably not. There's no like fantasy leagues going on right right now. So, so, but like being invited to do that. And I know we've said this so many times was like, we got invited into someone else's like interest Mm -hmm. and that was fun. And like, we, we aren't a group. That, that gathers over sports. I mean, we aren't a group that gathers. There's, over, like, people in our friend group that are like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we aren't a group that gathers over professional sports. We aren't a professional sports gathering group. But to do that was very, like, niche and fun. Yeah. If we always did that, that wouldn't be unique anymore. Yeah. Like, 
those people have their groups of people that they actually do sports with. I'm pretty sure. You know, we are not the go-to people. And that's, like, unique and fun, and it's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, anything else that we want to say about misconception number two? I just think it's so true, and I just, like, want to, like, exclamation point behind that. Community does not mean you have something to do every night. Yeah. I think, too, like, hopefully that's encouraging for people that are, like, looking at community and they're... I think, I guess, the reason why we did this with, like, the misconceptions is probably to address, like, the dissatisfaction that people feel with their current community. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think there's so many people, that there's that many people that just absolutely have no one. It's that people don't have what they want to the excess, to the level that they they Mm -hmm. want or, like, desire or see other people having it. Right. And so I think that's where you really need to take stock of, like, what do you have right now? Who are the people you can go deeper with? And, like, recognizing that, like, if you guys don't do something together every night, like, you can still say you have a successful community mm-hmm. and successful relationships. Yeah. Um, and, like, maybe you do need to be someone that initiates to do things more mm-hmm. often if you're, like, well, we don't see each other enough. Like, I guess yeah. that, that breaks down to, like, your individual situation. Right. But, like, do not compare yourself to someone else and someone else's friend group and don't, mm-hmm. like, have this expectation that your friends are going to always be able to do something every night and that that's healthy. Because exactly. I think you do need to be able to, like, and there's seasons. Like, there's, there's times where, like, we used to be able to, like, oh, we're going to do something, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Like, and that was fun, but, like, that wasn't sustainable. It wasn't. So mm-hmm. I think, like, that's something where, right. yeah, to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to misconception number three. Which is the idea that, like, people come to you. And, like, that's, like, in air quotes. You can't mm-hmm. see it. But, like, <laughs> I think sometimes people have the idea that, like, building community just means that people will, like, somehow come to them and, like, be their friend. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes happens. Yes. But, like, you do have to put yourself out there. I don't think I was approached of like, hey, be a part of this community. I think I waited around for that and it didn't happen. Yeah. I do think, I want to say now at my church, it did. And like I was blessed by people who approached me and invited me into community. Mm -hmm. But when it came to like college, I don't think I was like, here, come into this group. Like you had to go out and kind of not create it, but like help create it. Yeah. And I think like there's different people like different personalities and we'll kind of get to that later mm-hmm. every time I like I, it's just this podcast is very much like one thing builds on mm-hmm. top of the other yeah. and so it's hard to like say everything right away mm-hmm. but I do think there's like this idea that sometimes people are like oh I just don't have any friends leave it at that you know mm-hmm. or like oh I just don't have anything you know wants to do anything with me and leave it at that and I think it's like there's a very easy way to like start building community by doing things mm-hmm. and like putting yourself out there yeah and that's usually the first step that's mm-hmm. not always necessarily but a lot of times I would say nine mm-hmm. out of ten you have to start initiate exactly and I think like you have to maybe also be sacrificial in a way too if like mm-hmm. if you because there is and this is maybe just a rant of ours of like you can't complain about not having friends if you like are s- just being super selective in that yeah and so like let's say you're like I don't have any friends and people are like knocking on your door inviting you to go do something and you're just like that doesn't fit exactly what I want it does seem a little silly then like mm-hmm. it's not really fair to the people who are like actually like seeking community when you're like I'm just being selective I yeah. don't know like you yeah. want to be selective I'm not saying like just take whoever you can get but like you can't be selfish completely in that I think too it's like I I we have a couple of people that like have become really good friends over this last year that like came to Spikeball mm-hmm. because like other people were like hey do you want to go do this thing and I don't mm-hmm. think they were like necessarily like spe- seeking out to go play Spikeball mm-hmm. right but they were like sure like I'll hang out with you mm-hmm. and like I don't know these other people, but, and, like, you know, I don't have this, like, burning desire to play spike ball, but I'll come and hang out. And, like, Mm -hmm. since that, like, really good friendships have grown because of that. And, like, I've loved that they've come. And, like, Mm -hmm. I've just been so blessed. 
But, like, I think people could easily have been like, no, nah, I'm not going to come with you to their, right. their original friend that mm-hmm. invited them. Exactly. And so, like, if you think about just, like, the willingness to just, like, dive in and be like, okay, this is maybe a little scary, but I'm going to just show up. Like, showing up makes such a world of difference. Mm-hmm. But this isn't really our point anymore. Our point was, like, people will just come to you. Like, no, I'm going to go into my, I think, my second favorite quote of all time. Not of all time. My second favorite quote of be approachable by approaching. Because, like, this was just what I had to tell myself in college because I was like, oh, I just don't feel like this community is happening. It's like, okay, wait, maybe everyone else is waiting for that too. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be approachable by approaching those people. Yeah. I just think it really comes down to, like, you might need to be the person creating community. Which does sound scary. It does. Yeah. And I will say that. But, like, also remember what is community. It's mm-hmm. not, like you know 45 people coming to an event that you host Mm -hmm. it's really just seeking out people to be friends with and to go deeper with so like if you have i think a true perspective of what community is it makes it a lot less scary yeah i'm also gonna say like if you're the person kind of helping create the community that's where you can like let your passions and your desires flow i'm like what kind of people do you want to attract what kind of community do you want to make in college we met a lot of our friends by just playing games like i don't know like playing werewolf or playing What's the other game? Resistance. Resistance. We haven't played that in so long, but we used to play that almost every night. It'd be like a game of resistance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we created a lot of friends that did that. And now we have a group of friends who love playing games. Yeah. Or like, if we think of like our friends now, we, we started playing spike ball and we got invited to go play pickleball. And like, now that's a big thing that our friends like to do because we create, not we created, but like we made this group chat of like, Hey, anyone who wants to play spike ball, join it and now we've got all these friends who like to play spike ball Mm -hmm. i do think it gives you a lot of flexibility to just be able to be like all right now i'm doing things with friends that like Mm -hmm. i want to do and like not saying that selfishly but like now your friends share your passions because you've created this environment Mm -hmm. that people want to be a part of and those people are people that share the same interests as you Mm -hmm. and so you're probably going to be able to go and like do other things together that you you Mm -hmm. enjoy doing right like there's a commonality there that's going to lead to friendship and that doesn't mean like we are all only friends because of spike ball Mm-mm. but maybe that was how we got together but like now there's like okay we, we get together f- there's like okay now there's a movie movie group there's a prayer group there's a book club group there's a what other ones are there well you there's know? like the board games the board that game are like group. doing winter and there's like the fantasy football group and <laughs> you know like it's not like it starts at one and ends at that yeah but it like, like allows you to go into all these different passions mm-hmm. that individuals have in that group they're like hey yeah. let's like do this together now and stuff mm-hmm. like that and that's really cool right and so basically like find something and realize like okay well i guess i want to find people who also like playing chess I guess we're stuck playing chess the rest of the, the like, the, the friendship. Like, that's not how it, but that's, like, it, how it's, it's how it starts. Mm-hmm. But understanding, like, you can take it away from just chess. <laughs> I don't know. What do you have against chess? I love chess. I know. Hey, I like chess more than you like chess. I know. It just was, like, the way you said it was, like, so against chess. I, I actually do like chess. Can I go on a little rant? Yeah. I feel like I got into chess, and then all of a sudden, a lot of people got into chess. It died just as quickly as it started. But I feel like we're in a phase right now with cribbage. Mm, that's true. I mean, I've always been into cribbage. Yeah. I grew, like, I learned how to add seven plus eight because of cribbage. But now I just feel like, especially, like, just, like, you and a roommate, like, I've started playing cribbage. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've just seen it, like, grow. And it's, like, the cribbage community. You started it. Boom. Boom. I actually do really enjoy playing cribbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is because of you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like the national parks because of you. <laughs> 
<laughs> and see, now you get to share each other's interests, mm-hmm. and it's wonderful. I think we have digressed. We have. And I think we either need to, we need to wrap up point three and move on to four. I, I think I'm kind of done with point three. <laughs> Me too, because it didn't really land how I think we wanted it to. <laughs> and we're not going to fix it. We're just going <laughs> to move on. Move on. To misconception number four. Which is that you have to have, like, the right type of personality or be the super extroverted person to create community. And, like, sure, it's easier for some than others. But, like, that doesn't mean you just leave it up to the people it's easier for. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Emma, you and I have very different personalities. Maybe people who see us together see us as, like, more of a one-person thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I had someone say that once, but I can't remember what the whole thing was. They were like... You're oh yeah you're only half a person without Emma. I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, anyways, uh, we digress again. But I I think like you are someone that is that is very outgoing and like I see you like navigate relationships so easily and like build community it's so not easily. Easy. It's not. I know, but like there's that perception, right? Mm-hmm. And I know it's probably just as hard for you as it is for everyone else. But I also would say, like, I'm someone that isn't as outgoing and, like, I still create community. So, like, that yeah. should never be a justification for someone mm-hmm. to, like, say, oh, I'm not going to do that because, like, you can you can do this. Oh, for sure. Like, I've seen, like, Natasha create community out of nothing, you know? And so, yeah, maybe naturally I'm just, like, the extroverted person, but, like, Natasha does it. Yeah. And I just think, like, don't make excuses to not, like, make friends, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, like, some people are just, like, ah, big groups aren't my thing. Like, I just don't want to do that. Like, that's just too overwhelming. And, like, that's okay. That might just be, like, how other people operate. But, like, there is, again, like, individuals, there's Mm -hmm. a a community is comprised of individuals and individual relationships. And so, like, maybe it doesn't look like a bunch of people all playing spike ball in the middle of an open area. But it looks smaller than that. And I think that's where it's, like, you have the freedom to, like, kind of build a community that fits your personality. You don't have to be someone else. And, again, going back to don't compare yourself to other people's friendships, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, just be – I think, like, yeah, be satisfied with, like, the community that you are able to create maybe. Mm -hmm. And and don't, like, have that always be something that you're, like, trying to reach towards this unattainable thing because maybe that's not what you want. You know, Mm -hmm. like, that's just not who you are. You don't enjoy, like Emma said, like – meeting together and with a large group of people to play an active game like mm-hmm. it can just be like hey we're gonna like hang out and grab coffee or like you know do, my sister's very much like they'll meet up with their friends and they'll just like paint and listen to music at a coffee shop <laughs> I, I know you would hate that but like they love it and they actually went to backstory a few um a few weeks ago to do that but like they love it and it's like this relaxing thing they have like six minutes where they're just drawing and they can't talk and like they <laughs> but like that's something that they get so much joy in. And mm-hmm. I think like that's where like again community shouldn't look just like everyone else's. Like this mm-hmm. is something where you're looking to grow deeper with people. And like how do you do that? Like what are the people around you wanting to do and how can you like yeah, invest in that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't really have much more to say on that because I don't think it's a personality trait to create community. Mm-mm. Um but I think the personalities dictate how the relationships work. But yeah, that but that's just, like, relationships in, in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But moving on to misconception number five, which I think is, like, I want to, like, put it in bold. The misconception is once you're in, you're in. Because that's not true. It's not true. You Relationships take continual effort. And friends of ours, first off, hear us say, like, it's not like, oh, like, 
prove yourself otherwise you're out. I know like, I do feel like there has to be a lot of cushioning on this mm-hmm. because yeah we don't want any that right. one to hear that but a thriving community doesn't just like oh, check a box and then you're good to go like mm-hmm. a, a thriving community if we're talking about a healthy looking community like takes effort and continual work because like we're not the first people that tell you that like relationships take work yeah exactly and I think this is just like really like practically that means you don't take people for granted you don't mm-hmm. take that your friends are there for granted you're mm-hmm. someone that's like checking in and like again don't feel like this is like now you have homework right but more like you are continuously investing in people mm-hmm. and I think sometimes like this is really something you need to keep in mind for people that don't like easily fit into your schedule maybe because they're you know have a different work schedule or they um don't do things as much as like a larger group that you're a part of and so it does take a little bit more intentionality mm-hmm. to like meet with them um or they live further away and I think like I've had a few of those relationships where I've very much been like you know just realize like hey this is something that I can't just say oh this person's my friend mm-hmm. because like I, I do have to reach out I do have to be someone that is like intentionally asking them for coffee or giving them a phone call mm-hmm. if they live out of state and like having that be somebody that I am you know investing in a relationship even though it's not like always easy and so um yeah I think like there's people you always consider a friend but the depth of that friendship can change if mm-hmm. you don't continue to like be yeah. um, someone that's present. Mm-hmm. I think friendships ebb and flow mm-hmm. immensely. I have a friend from high school that like we've recently gotten to know each other so well. Like we weren't besties in high school. And the other day I was talking with, if you can track this, an additional friend from high school. And I told them that I was really close with this friend from high school. <laughs> and they're like, what? And it's like, yeah, because we weren't that, like we were just more acquaintances. Yeah. I mean, we were friends. Don't hear me say we weren't friends. But like we have put in a lot of con- of effort right now to continue being friends and to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there is ebbs and flows, and the reason it ebbed and flowed is because of the effort we both have put in. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. And then, like, that does kind of lead into, like, longevity of a friendship doesn't equate to its success. It's not, like, I don't want, I don't, I think it's unfair to look at a group of friends or community and say, oh, they've all been friends for forever. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I can't be a part of this. Like, for sure. First off, a thriving, healthy community wouldn't do that. Like, it's, like, inviting and mm-hmm. welcoming in. And, like, history is a great thing. Like, don't get me wrong. There's something really, like, welcoming and warm about a lifelong friend. Yeah, for sure. But, like, Natasha and I have not been friends since childhood. Yeah, we, like, I have friends that I grew up with that I'm just, like, they're not as close as I am with you. But Likewise, that's yeah. yeah, and that's something that's not, like again comparing those friendships but Mm -hmm. just because like we've really been able to spend time together and pour into that and like Mm -hmm. that is something that um isn't because of the longevity of of that friendship Mm -hmm. at all like the the success now isn't because of it right and I think just what we're saying is like avoid apathy when Mm -hmm. it comes to friendships I think and obviously you're talking to two people who are very passionate about friendships relationships community like this is a very important thing like this this outstands or this lasts longer than a lot of things. And so this is something that it is very important to work on and put effort into. And so just to see, like, you do need to to make things work. If mm-hmm. you don't show up for your job, you're going to eventually get fired. Not saying, like, if you don't show up for your friend, you have three strikes and you're out. That's not how friendships work. No. There's so much grace. There's so much patience and, like, human, human humanity to it. But I just, like, I, I, I want to, like, walk the line of, like, saying like yes remember you have to like work for this otherwise it's gonna slip away from you but also to just say like it's not like you're you're trusting your friends and I think a great great friendship great community you have trust and you there is ebbs and flows and you're able to work through that but that is built on a foundation Mm -hmm. and the only way you get a foundation is to like prove that you're there for each other to show up for each other to sacrifice for one another yeah 
I do want to just say too, like I recognize there's seasons of life where like sometimes you're really busy with work or mm-hmm. there's a family crisis or there's things that are going on that it's like, okay, I do have to like step back from friendship mm-hmm. right now, not because I want to or because there's any like, le- I'm um, yeah, taking anyone for granted, but because I legitimately need to address this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to like just make sure that anyone that hears this says maybe like, I just can't like, mm-hmm. you know, be there for people the way I want to. And not because I, I don't recognize that it's important, but because logistically I just can't. Yeah. And so like that, that's not what we're speaking to at all. Um, because like Emma said, there is a ton of grace within friendship. I think it's more like the attitude of apathy that you said of that you are now expecting that these friendships that once, you know, you, you secured right in your mind that like, okay, these are my friends that that level of friendship is going to continue the entire time. Because I do think it's not like people are like, oh, I'm no longer your friend. Cause like we haven't talked in, you know, mm-hmm. three weeks, but more that the level of friendship is what will change. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you really are, are looking at like, Okay, if you're someone that is just going to, like, step back for, you know, without, like, a valid reason, right, that I think, you know, friends are very willing to come alongside when there's a crisis Mm -hmm. or come alongside when there's a hard thing to be there for you and recognizing, like, that's part of friendship of, like, sometimes you give more than others, but because you're doing that because of the the depth of the friendship there. Mm -hmm. But to just step back and say, oh, like, things will remain the same. Um, or will continue to grow without any effort is something that you're going to probably like look at later down the road and be like, oh, mm-hmm. never mind. That wasn't true because that's mm-hmm. just not how friendships work. Exactly. Well said. That is, those are our, our myths that we hopefully debunked. I'm sure there's other ones that are just like stereotypes and heads or thoughts um, that we could maybe debunk or affirm. But uh, anything else to say? No, just that like, I think again, going back to this is like what we think like a healthy thriving community would look like right Mm -hmm. is if you aren't approaching with these misconceptions and so recognizing again this is where everyone's at and or like that everyone's at different places with this and this Mm -hmm. is you know a podcast that you can only say so much without having like an individual conversation we recognize that however um hopefully this is helpful for you Mm -hmm. guys right yeah and like we can't not defend or we can't defend or walk backwards from anything we said so I hope like there isn't this like oh Emma and Natasha are evaluating me and if I don't meet their criteria then you know please don't hear that at all um like I just want to reiterate that but we really love you guys and we love the figure it out community and so thank you guys for being a part of it and listening each week and we hope you join us next week (laughs) 